Yeah, I enjoyed that also. I've been thinking about, I mean, I wrote these questions. I'm like, man, I need to have an answer too. <laughs> like, you ain't thinking I, about it. I really don't know what my favorite episode is. Well, I always like, tell people it's like picking a favorite child, man. You can't pick a favorite child. Well, I have a favorite child, but not a favorite episode. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> You're tuned into that deity, though. Let the assembly know. We worship God in the flesh. His name is Jesus, you know. Oh, we can open the word. This is the truth we can show. Planting a seed in your brain. Trust in a prayer for the grow. The Son of God is the most high. When that don't fly, they come at my neck like a bow tie. <laughs> From the throne to the manger, the mystery of God sent himself as the Savior. Welcome to episode 19 of That Deity Though, an apologetics podcast focused on the divinity of Christ and the Trinity. I'm your host, E.C. Holmes, a.k.a. Yes, that's my real name. I'm actually joined in studio today by my homie, Jesus. Um, This is a very, very special uh, episode because this month marks one year since the first episode of the podcast. Um, It was really a benchmark that I've been looking forward to. Um, Many times, you know, we, we start out things and we have aspirations and goals and we're really excited and then we kind of fall off and so it was dope to kind of be able to make it to this point um i'm thankful uh even though we went through the craziness of 2020 (laughs) a lot of things started and stopped uh last year so i'm just grateful to still be here still putting out podcasts um with the intentions of encouraging everyone who listens so today um i thought it was time and it was due to invite on my homie Jesus. Um, he's been really instrumental throughout this process of the podcast uh, from giving me feedback on different episode ideas I had and um, kind of giving me his thoughts on those things. And then, of course, on the graphics um, side of things. And so um, we're going to get into some of those things. Also, we're going to be joined in the second segment by Dwayne Atkinson from the Bar Network. And then we're going to be announcing a T-shirt giveaway. So you don't want to uh, you don't want to leave. You don't want to tune out, stick around to the end. Um, if you know, if you want to know how you can get some merch, um, you can uh, stop by our Etsy shop for now. Um, as we're building uh, our website, just search that deity though on Etsy, or you can click on the solo link in the description box and then click on merch, and you'll be able to see everything we have there. If you have any questions or episode requests, you can email us at that deity though at gmail.com and follow us on social media for updates and dialogue. Um, you guys already know the routine. After you finish this episode, go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes. That really helps us to be visible. And for those looking for a good podcast, they can ha- kind of have an idea um, of what they're going to be able to expect as they tune in. Um, and after you do that, of course, leave that five-star review and copy and paste it to our Facebook page also. Um, but with that being said, I just want to jump right into it. He is Lord, so we reign. Open up the word, get with it. The eternal God, he is infinite. He put on some flesh and then lived in it. The hypostatic union, we get it. Christology, my apology, but no apology. Let's get with it. Well, then the prodigy, buddy, calm the seas. He quiet storms, yes, he did it. Uh, he's preeminent, taught fishermen to fish for men. Turn grimy dudes to different men. It's by his life we live for him. And through his life we get to him. Validated. Yeah, yeah, it's been a year. Uh, it's been a year. Yeah, doing designs and um, talking it over with you. Uh, of course, it's... Um, I always see the designs like we both are doing it. So um, just because you're doing it as far as the editing and and getting those graphics and and just having an eye for it and your input, of course. But um, yeah, it's it's exciting to just see the um, the process and seeing it grow 
and seeing um just the quality get better each right, time right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah before we had any lights or you yeah know, yeah man it definitely been a, a process of of learning and making adjustments and and stuff like that yeah i was looking at the graphic um of the first episode and and how we changed it and how like the text was running into each other a little bit so it was just like just learning as we go but putting yourself out there mm -hmm. so it was like um that was encouraging and and i was always encouraged by you and your passion for for things because you're always um bringing ideas to me so it was like it was cool you'd be like um wanting a logo or a graphic for something and and it was just always encouraging to be a part of what what you were doing so um it was great to to see that you were trying to do this as yeah, far man. as the podcast i appreciate you always being willing you know i already knew who to go to when i was ready <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Anniversaries, I think, are important, man. Um, it's a good time to celebrate, you know, take some time to look back and just reflect and um, make adjustments. You know, we learn from our mistakes and then kind of rededicate ourselves to our purpose or, you know, these goals that we were kind of chasing after. And so I've been doing a little bit of all of that, you know, kind of looking back over this past year. Um, so, of course, to have you on, I wanted to say thank you to your face and, and for everyone to kind of see a face to the person that I've been mentioning you know, on and off throughout throughout the podcast. And so um, you've been a major part of this, man. Like I said, I appreciate you, man. And and now you're finally behind the mic and in front of the camera. <laughs> I know this isn't your element. <laughs> yeah, but I, I you know, I, I got to put myself out there like, just like you, you, you have. And, and you've been transparent and, and it's, it's been encouraging to me. And just like um, I saw in the one episode, you were saying how I was an accountability for you. Mm -hmm. Like you were the same for me because I know um. When I got my surgery, you you were kind of doing the designs yourself because it, it was just hard for me, and just being encouraged and and the grace you were showing me as far as deadlines and <laughs> <laughs> sending out that text like, bro, how's that uh pro you know yeah. how's it coming along? <laughs> how's that coming along? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's always encouraging getting your feedback too. Like that's something that we've always had since the first album, where where you were just like your reaction. A lot of times it's encouraging to me because it's just like it's like affirming i guess you're, you're just like yo that's hot and and we go into and then i i see you growing as an artist and just um it's a, it's been great man you you you're definitely a brother and and very close to me so it's like it's a blessing i appreciate that man so why don't you take a little bit of time and just kind of um introduce yourself to the listeners um you know who you are how you come to know the lord and then we'll kind of jump into some of the other details um a after that okay um so jesus they call me chewy uh, a lot of people that are close to me um graphic designer always been into art um from a young age like very young like uh, i could always remember doing art and graphic design kind of came as a outlet to um just help people with 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 their visions and, and trying to communicate it artistically. You know, it's always been funny because um, I've always been a quiet introvert person and and it's like um, my job is, is helping people communicate with um, as far as their, their logos and, and, and how they go about with their company. So um, graphic design has been cool to, to um, dive into it and then to be a part of what you were a part of since the beginning um, again, that was, that was always cool, always dope, always encouraging. Um, 
And uh, yeah, as far as my walk, I, I grew up in church. Um, I came up, um, my dad always had us in church. Uh, we were um, part of the Assemblies of God and um, I grew up in that, um, but um, wasn't really discipled too much. Um, it was kind of like a, a, a routine going to church. And of course, um, when it's like that growing up, you tend to venture off because um, you're not rooted in anything. Like, you know, I didn't understand what the gospel was. I just understand what church was mm. and church culture and all that. So um, it led me to kind of explore different things. And um, uh, it just the hardships in life and not having Christ and kind of being confused and lost and, and still having some kind of understanding of God and hell and, and you know, um, feeling bad morally for what I was doing, but not having a, maybe a, a, a deeper conviction that you get um, when you're led to the gospel and led to Christ. Um, so it, it, it kind of um, brought about just um, a confusing time and I left the art and it was kind of um, it's always been hard for me to do art and been going through things like it, it almost like um, coming to the Lord and, and him dealing with my heart and, and dealing in my life is what caused me to revisit art. And now it's like I'm doing more murals and doing um, bigger jobs and, and, and finding the courage to take on those jobs like. Like when you approached me about the podcast, like I already had it. I don't know if you remember, I had it. In, I, I told you that I was looking for something to invest in, like yeah, invest my that. time in. And, yep. and and with you, it was like you, you've always showed me um, love as just a brother, like outside of, of us, like talking about God and 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 um just the different things you you've done as far as like giving me books like you gave me that that um i remember the disciplines of a godly man oh yeah 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 and it took me a while to get through that because yeah. i was still struggling and i finally got through it and you were just encouraging as far as um you were doing the the yearly bible plan and then um finally like the lord was dealing me to the point where i i was looking for a church and i was kind of looking to you um, cause I saw you were looking for a church and, um, I remember you caught like the day that I was just like set, like, like, I just want to follow you Lord. Like, and I'm been praying and, 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 and had this like passion for it. And you call me like, Hey bro, uh, I'm gonna go to this church in Lancaster. Like you trying to go. And, and I was just like, and then once we approach, I'm like, Hey, this is the place I break dance at. Like, yeah, it's crazy how it, it all came together. Yeah. Yeah. I already knew Lem before and, and just being exposed to a different type of church culture. And then, um, there was a lot going on in my head. Um, as far as like seeing their Latino, mm-hmm. But they're like the Latino that I, I was used to, which was like more American, like Americanized or, or whatever, being second generation um, Puerto Rican out here. Um, so it was like um, it was just cool to see them and see um, a different 
type of way of, of, of doing church, which was actually more biblical to me as far as like um, what I knew. And, and it was just fresh for me. So, um, but that, that was, that was great. And then just, um, being freed up and, and just wanting to, um, take my gifts and talents and, and, and glorify God with it. Dope. So I saw that, that, um, you know, being a part of something like this, it's, it's small to me. Um, but it, it, it makes an impact because you're, um, you know, you're, you're, you're just trying to be faithful and, and letting God make the impact and, and, and of course encouraged by, by you and by others and, and just helping others. So it, it's, it's, it's been pretty good, man. I kind of want to talk about how we got to this point, you know, cause it's funny how you say, um, you had this experience where you were kind of out there, you weren't really rooted. Um, you know, you kind of felt like lost or whatever. Um, but it's funny how that path aligned with a unanswered prayer that I had for years. Um, because I would be praying to the Lord, like, I want to read, I want to study. Uh, I know this is what I should be doing. I guess it wasn't really a desire because it didn't turn into fruit. Mm. It was something that I knew. And I knew I didn't have that hunger. And so I would pray for that. Like, Lord... This is what I know I should be doing. This isn't the heart that I have, but give me this desire for your word. I want to learn. I want to study. I want to grow. Um, but it was unanswered for a long time. And then like 13 years ago-ish, you came to my house, my apartment, <laughs> and we had a conversation. <laughs> Over on Princess, right? On Princess Street. <laughs> and you remember that conversation. You know, the, the I, I remember... Um the more later conversations the beginning ones i actually um you will have to refresh my memory well i actually speaking of just the one in particular um i, I could still remember my apartment like yeah <laughs> i had the speakers on the floor and like the i had black, the mattress the on the floor didn't you have those couches i had these couches <laughs> yep and, and so but we had that conversation about the divinity of of, of christ we had the conversation about whether or not the Trinity was a biblical uh, concept. Yeah. But you kind of got those ideas kind of uh, pushed on you. And you were like you were saying, you weren't really rooted or anything like that. And so so what happened with that whole thing that kind of led you to like, yo, I need to tell somebody about this. Let me go to EC's house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because we are already talking about a lot of stuff. And um, I think um, that desire that you were talking about. It's like real raw, like you don't even know where to go with that desire because it's like, you know, oh, I should be reading the the, the Bible. Mm -hmm. But then when you get to the Bible, you're like, OK, uh, I guess I'll read Proverbs. Like, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You no know, I, yeah. When I first started reading, I was reading it and going through it, but I wasn't retaining anything. And it, it was like I had no plan. I had no no wisdom with going about it. So um, but yeah, back to. Cause I got into a real crazy teaching and it was around the time where I was going through something in my life as far as, um, I had my son and just our family was broken. So it left me kind of not knowing what to do. And then growing up, um, 
the way I did in church and, and some of the the standards you live by, it had me really like um it had me really like like feeling like I had that F on my life. And and I had a friend reach out to me. And at first he was just reading the Bible with me, which was crazy. Like, like I would, I would tell him my situation and the, the things I was dealing with. And he would just read the Psalms. I remember we read Psalm 91 a lot. And it was a new way of just reading the Bible that I wasn't used to. So he knew his Bible. And then he started slowly bringing his teaching to me. And they, he was living in Philly at the time. And then it, it was kind of like, because um, we talked about it before, it was kind of like the the Hebrew Israelite, um, the black Hebrew Israelite. Because um, when I hear them, it, it wasn't like, I, I didn't use that term back then. But when I hear them talk, I'm like, man, that's, that's a lot. Like you started going into Hebrew, calling God Yahweh. Uh, we call Jesus Yehoshua and, and like it was this big stress on 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 calling that. And and I didn't get into it too deep, but because it was in Philly anyway, like it was so far. But I was going out to Philly every weekend and I remember Zion was a baby at the time and I would take him with me. And um, and they would I would come a few times and they would just teach me how to take the scriptures and to me it was just like wow these guys know what they're talking about they know the bible because i was used to just the pentecostal and they'll take like a bit of a verse and a lot of screaming and a lot of like like um a just, lot of sizzle with no steak <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah with, with the the growing up in church it was more doing life with certain people as far as youth leaders that made the most impact but as far as the preaching i i can't even i i retain nothing like, I don't remember a lot of the preachings. I, I just remember, like, like people trying to pray for me and, like, <laughs> so all that. I think my neck still hurt from one of those days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But, uh, yeah, so they taught, they were teaching me that Jesus wasn't God. Mm. And they were using certain verses, like, um, God is not a human that he should lie. And then taking Timothy and be like, um, Christ Jesus, the human being, like, that... He's the mediator between God and man. And he the said, man, Jesus Christ. Yep. So they connect those two verses. And that's how the connections were a lot like like zero context. Like it was just like they they say it themselves here a little there a little. Yeah. Yeah. Like That's whatever can affirm what they believe. They'll isolate it and they'll they'll take these isolated pieces and puzzle it together. Yeah. You know, to a picture that they already put together in their mind. And, and I'm like, mm hmm. This is the Bible. And that's why I was so excited at first. But it was um, it was almost like I want to say someone reading a brochure and it acted like they know it. Mm. So I was regurgitating a lot of it and still kind of confused about it because I was more um, passionate that like someone was actually like reading the Bible with me. I, I started to have trouble with with it and i started to it was funny because i started to ask questions and just like I, I just don't get it like it doesn't make sense but it was my first time 
understanding the Bible. So I felt like it had to be addressed. Like it, it, I already saw those verses and now I'm struggling with these verses. Hmm. And that's why a lot of times, like I remember the first time I talked to you, it was like I was dumping information. And I remember I talked to my father and I'm dumping information and he didn't know what to say to the verses I was saying. And I remember the pushback was one time he, he said, and he would always call me brother. Like got my dad, every time he see I was into something positive, he always supported me. And, um, he saw that, that just, um, the guy being in my life, I was getting a little more discipline, a little more, um, direction in my life. And I told him all these things and he told me, brother, um, if I believe what you are saying, I feel like I'll be naked. And he just told me that and it surprised me. Like my dad telling me that. And that was the pushback. Like I didn't tell him after that day, I didn't tell him anything else because I wasn't trying to crush him. Like, mm -hmm. and it felt like I was like crushing people. And, um, which is, is, is I'm giving you, I want to say this, I'm giving you my interpretation of what I was learning because it was very brief, brief, but I had nothing else to fight it as far as like I would go to church and I would say I was just going to church. I wasn't studying. I wasn't doing anything like that. Like I would read the Bible, but it was just by myself. Like I had a like a teen study Bible that I would use and that was my like teacher. Hmm. Um, so uh, I told my dad that and then I, I kind of dialed back and there was a couple other people that I was talking to and it seemed like I was like more hurting people and and I didn't like it and I kind of pushed back from that church and then uh, a couple months later I talked to the guy that originally like told me about it and he left it <laughs> like and I'm just like and then I was just like what now like I'm like, you left it. And then he was saying that the pastor was even calling him a Judas, like, mm. like saying that he was his Judas, like, cause he was like his, he discipled him. And then now he's like, and, and he I, got up and left. Yeah. And then he was just like, ah, I just, and I'm just like, man, what about everything? And then he just answered me like, eh, I just live life more practical. <laughs> and he just still like, and I, I don't talk to him anymore. And he was just such a, like a, for me, he just helped me so much as far as like dealing with my son's mother and 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 the breakup and what to do with my son. Like he gave me a lot of advice with my son because I I had my son um, out of wedlock and all of a sudden I'm a father and and I, I didn't know what I was doing. Like and he came as a help to me and I'm always going to um, love him for that, you know, and um but it was kind of like, I felt like, I like, man, you tell me this teaching and then you just like, I felt like he abandoned me. Like, but in a way I abandoned him cause I kind of fell away for a while. So it, it, it was tough. It was just tough time. So I had this teaching in the back of my head. So that's what it was. And I remember that. I don't remember the first conversation, but I remember the last conversation I had with you. And I, I'm, I'm like, I was, I was always kind of like, if, if we talk about this, then like almost like a warning, mm. like, 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 you know, I have verses acting like, like people, when <laughs> they right. say, when they say I got receipts, uh -huh. like I was acting like, like, 
And you did it, have some receipts though. I yeah, mean, how accurate they were. That's another thing. But yeah, you had yeah. verses that you were going to. But it was it was it was it was encouraging that you had that conviction in you deep, because you were just like I don't know, truly he wilding like like yeah. he got crazy teaching. But you, I remember you leaving your house and you kind of like I don't know. I asked you some question and you were like I don't know, and then I left and then I was just kind of like like it left like it didn't feel good. Like, I was just like, like, seemed like we're, we're like, both don't have nothing to say about it. Mm -hmm. And it felt like I kept trying to talk to people about it, but it's more like they looked at me like, like, okay, I don't know. I don't know about all that, but okay. But no one was like, no one was ready to give an answer. Yeah. They weren't just like, they wouldn't tell me like, look, this is what this means over here. Like, and, 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 and it, it, and I had, um. I was struggling with sin in my life and I remember just being um coming before God and just feeling like I'm like totally lost. Um I'm burning bridges with people and I have this I have my son and I, I felt really lost and I remember it's crazy how how much of a um a part of my life you were at that time because I remember I called you after one night of like like just praying to God, asking for like help. And I told you that I've been burning a lot of bridges and I'm thankful that you were in my life. But the crazy part is how you weren't rooted. So those ideas was able to kind of impact you. And then you come to my house with this, these ideas. Yeah. And trying to affect like, everyone. <laughs> but like you said, like your dad didn't have a response. You were going to different people. They didn't have a response. And you, when you came to my house, I didn't have a response other than to deny it. Like, I know this isn't true. I can't prove to you why it's not true. Like, you were going to verses and stuff like that. I wasn't really responding with scripture. Like, I just knew what was true. I was convicted enough to not be taken away by it. Um, but it still had, like, a big impact on me. Because the reason why I said it was crazy how you being lost in that kind of merged with this prayer that I had that was unanswered. Well, that was like the domino that tipped over and knocked over everything else <laughs> wow. because it was like that happened. And I knew I didn't have a response because I always have a response. Like we're talking about sports, you know, we're talking. Yeah. About you, the you Packers always debated the best team. <laughs> the Bulls is the best, like my hip hop, <laughs> hip hop. I could tell you my favorite artist. This one is a better lyricist. This one is a better all around or this one is the better performer. Like I would argue tooth and nail like with stuff that don't matter. Um, but when it came to that, when it came to what's most important, my faith with God, I'm like, man, I'm not really rooted as deep as I might have led others to believe or even convince myself that I was. Um, and then I'm like, man, I'm, I'm starting to think about, well, why is it that I can't respond to this? Like I respond to all these other things that don't matter. <laughs> so my conclusion was maybe my faith is only as deep as the words of my pastor. Hmm. You know, like he said it. So I like I really believed it, um, but it wasn't in me in a way where I could actually defend it. I didn't really know why I believed all these different things. And so that kind of put me on a, a journey of trying to uh, find confirmation for these things that I believe. And so that was the answer to my prayer. Like 
it was that moment where I opened up my Bible more consistently. I'm reading, I'm reading, okay, I'm reading, I'm reading, I'm learning, I'm watching debates. Um, the first book that I read, like I haven't even, I don't even know if I've ever read a book from in beginning to end before. So you, I grabbed. You was eating books. Yeah, I was eating them. It's crazy. <laughs> like, uh, is God a human invention? Um, who is that by? It's right here. I'm dropping stuff. Yeah, so by Sean McDowell, is God a, just a human invention? So uh, I read this book. This is the first book that I read. And then I read, uh, not in this order, but I read End of Reason by Ravi Zacharias. Mm -hmm. um, I read uh, The Forgotten Trinity by Dr. James White. I remember when you read yeah. that. I was were... like, where Chewy at? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but but the, the crazy thing, though, I, I, you could have done that. But I felt like you were always just... Hey, I'm about to check out this church. You want to roll with me? Mm -hmm. Like it was always like. Oh yeah. At that point, it was already beyond. Like that was at the stage where I was like, okay, I'm rooted in the things that I believe. Like the things that I believe strongly, I, I see it in scripture. And as I'm learning that, I'm learning like, okay, church membership is important. Mm -hmm. You know, it is important how the church is structured. Oh man, female pastor, male pastor, like. Are those things biblical to have a female pastor? Because the first church I ever joined was a female pastor. Um, and so I'm now getting rooted in these things. And so I'll come across nine marks, nine marks of a healthy church. So then I'm like, OK. Oh, you you knew about that way back then. Yeah. Well, oh. not way back then. This this was five years ago, probably at this point. Oh, OK, because I was at the first assembly, the other first assembly church. Yeah. And that's when I realized, OK, I need to find a solid church. Um, but I use nine marks as a standard um, because they were put out these nine marks. And this is the biblical reason for these nine marks. They're not the nine marks like there's other things. Um, but these are nine very healthy manifestations of of a biblical and a solid church. Um, but, yeah, that, that kind of really put me on this path for all of those things. So I'm studying I'm eat like you said, eating these books. I'm watching debates and then so i have this desire for apologetics now and um i remember being at first assembly and i'm talking to the pastor about this and i'm like man it really sucks that so many people are christians growing up they're christians supposedly and then they go to college and then guess what they lose their faith mm -hmm. um somebody challenges them about the existence of god and they don't know how to respond all of a sudden they lose their faith and I'm like, how can so many people go through the church and it doesn't stick? Like they were never truly converted. They don't understand what they believe. And um, I'm just telling him about the journey that I was on. And he was like, man, maybe you should do lead a small group where you can kind of like teach these certain certain things. And I'm like, man, that would be that would be cool. So I'm starting to write this out and I come up with these four questions. Mm. Four questions that every Christian should be able to answer. Um, I have them written down. How am I? How do? What is it? How am I saved? How do I know that I'm saved? What's essential to Christianity, and what is the gospel? Those are four questions that every Christian should be able to answer. But as I'm writing out my response to these questions, and even the outline on how I would teach this, I'm like, man, my theology how it's been through this radical change it doesn't line up with this church that i'm at <laughs> like it would cause conflict um that was actually how i ended up you know looking for a church outside of that first assembly church 
um but long story short so i go through that process after that encounter that we had where i'm jumping into the word consuming other books uh praying more um just taking it a lot more seriously and then when you learn things like you have a desire to share it just like when you came over my house <laughs> and um i'm finding myself in all of these situations where jehovah's witnesses are knocking on my door mormons are on the basketball court um i remember one time when i was selling insurance full-time i was in harrisburg and and i just got out of a bad appointment didn't sell anything the whole day and i'm going to like my last opportunity to make some money and i see these two jehovah's witnesses standing outside these two ladies never made it to my appointment i pulled over and talked to those two ladies uh in harrisburg this was like uh probably two years ago two and a half years ago now and so i just like had this desire to have these conversations with people not in a structured way not in like an actual debate um but it's like when you encounter real life scenarios like when you came to my house like when someone knocks on my door if i'm at work and someone challenges um the existence of god like what is your response going to be and so that's that's how the podcast started you know but like i said that first domino was that that conversation and so we get to that deity though um the focus on the divinity of christ and the trinity because it's god understanding and knowing who god is is the foundation for everything else um if we don't know god properly or rightly nothing else we believe even matters because it's not rooted in truth you know you know what i'm saying and so i started this podcast and you know it's a theological podcast but it's an apologetics podcast and i want to encourage and equip christians to learn more about christ and for it to not just be this head knowledge that i had even had like i knew these things were true uh, but they weren't rooted uh somebody said the longest journey in life is from the head to the heart <laughs> like getting this knowledge the stuff that you know we love to read, we love to consume things, but does it ever get to the point where it's rooted in our hearts? Um, and so that happened for me, you know? I'm like, man, and, and passion came from that. And then I hit you up, I'm like, bro, cause I started the hashtag, you know what I mean? And every time I would see a verse that the deity of Christ was clear, yeah, I, remember I would post that. it with the hashtag. And I'm like, bro, we need to start a Facebook page where we're just putting the verses and maybe put a few paragraph explaining why this verse points to this and years passed like I, I still see hashtags from like i don't know 2017 you know this podcast started last year <laughs> you know what i mean and, and so when i hit you up uh i hit you up after watching babies are murdered here no i hit you up the day before i watched that i think i can't remember exactly how it happened but i hit you up i'm like bro I want to do this podcast. This is what the podcast is going to be about. We need to be ready when somebody comes knocking at our door. Like, how are we going to respond? I'm like, I don't think a lot of believers can respond. You know, they'll get swept away or they'll just do what I did when you came over. You know, like, listen, but not have a real response. And so the next day or later that day, like I said, I can't remember, but I'm watching Babies Are Still Murdered Here. Um, the movie about why abortion still exists, even though the pro-life movement is supposedly fighting on the side of Christians, when they're really the ones keeping abortion from being abolished, where there's different, um, there's legislation that comes forth that will criminalize abortion and they don't want to vote on it because they don't want to make the mother a victim when the mother is going to like kill their child. <laughs> yeah. Like they actually, they want the mother to be a victim. 
like she's not doing anything wrong like she's just as much as a victim as the baby that died which is bananas um but long story short i watched this movie and after the movie goes off there's a knock at the door (laughs) (laughs) and it's two jehovah's witnesses and so i had that conversation that's episode two i recorded that conversation and oh that was episode two that's that's the only reason why i recorded that it wasn't to be a part of the podcast i wanted to show you like bro is this not confirmation (laughs) because i was literally just telling you we need to be ready like people aren't ready i wasn't ready and they lock they knock at my door and we're having a conversation for 45 minutes about what the divinity of christ and the trinity (laughs) yeah you know and so that's that's how it all all came together man i just thought it was it was dope the way god moved in his providence and all of it yeah and and now it's been a year you know yeah because you had that turned into a series and you had a lot of content and it was encouraging because um you put yourself out there and you were able to come up with responses for what they said you were able to encourage people with um stuff you would have done differently maybe and 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 just um breaking it down and 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 just being able to separate from yourself and break that down well before we get into that i want to have Dwayne atkinson come on oh he's about to come on yeah so he's gonna come on in this this next segment and uh we're gonna talk a little bit about the partnership between the podcast and the bar network and to kind of get some of his thoughts on on the episodes and kind of what we did throughout the year Cool. So, so we're going to bring in Dwayne Atkinson. If you guys don't know who he is, he is uh, the CEO. He is the P. Diddy of the Bar Network, <laughs> the hardest working nice. man in podcast land. Um, I think this guy has, if he stopped recording podcasts now, he probably have enough episodes for a year and a half to drop every single Wednesday. That's how many podcasts this guy records all the like he just have a stockpile of podcasts he's ahead of yeah he's a very encouraging (laughs) brother um and he's been very instrumental as well so we're going to invite on Dwayne atkinson thanks for uh jumping on with us Dwayne. i really uh appreciate that man um if you don't mind just just take a little bit of time and and kind of let everyone know who you are sure man look thank you first for having me on uh i think it's well overdue but anyway (laughs) (laughs) right about a year overdue (laughs) yeah man so uh my name is Dwayne atkinson uh i am the host of the bar podcast and founder and owner of the bar podcast network um just been podcasting for about five years and uh the networks has been going now for about uh two and a half three years uh man and just excited to be here Nice, man. I really appreciate that, man. Like I said, taking the time to jump on here. I know you're a busy guy, and <laughs> but I thought it was important, man, for you to be a part of this segment because you were a part of the journey of the podcast. Um, even before starting the podcast, I remember you hit me up and was like, bro, you got an album coming out? And I'm like, no. And <laughs> you was like, man, whatever you got anything going on, just let me know. You know, I like to help out however I can, yep. and I always appreciated that. Um and then I remember you ended up reaching out to me and you were like, yo, you part of Wrath and Grace? I sure did. <laughs> Probably because half of my closet is Wrath and Grace. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, and so, so yeah, man, you reached out to me. And I do, I do remember um, understanding a little bit about um, how you have these podcast networks and stuff. And 
I would never ask. I'd kind of want it whatever ha to happen uh, organically. You know what I mean? And uh, sure. and so, yeah, you hit me up and was like, man, uh, what do you think about joining the network? <laughs> and uh, so I, I was excited about that, man. I still remember I was at Walmart. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so, yeah, man, what, what was it about? I guess you already knew who I who I was sure. and you got a chance to hear that first episode. But but I guess what is it about this podcast that you thought will make a good fit into what you already have going on? Sure. So I have the back up, man. And um, kind of, you know, it's amazing how God works, because uh, you I know you remember you bought the one of those first bar beanies. And yeah. so you were making like videos playing the, with your guitar, with the beanie. And I was like, yo, this this EC I always like this his stuff on uh, social media, man. But I appreciate the the love, man. And so when we uh, connected, as far as when you thought about starting a podcast, um, you know, I, I don't I don't really seek out people to 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 be on the network. Like you said, it's always it, for me. It has to be like a gut feeling. And um, when you let me hear that first episode and the concept. First of all, because we we actually walked through the concept and mm -hmm. the logo, and I remember showing my wife the logo, and just you know we we walked through all of that, man. And what what I saw was um, uh, apologetics, of course, but your your vision and your perspective of you know current events um, of you know just dealing with different issues. I, I admired that because uh, you know just just on the surface, most people think about you know Christian artists, Christian rappers. They don't think that they're you know theologically sound or 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 deep you know as far as rooted in the scriptures. And that's the first thing I picked up about you. You know, it was like like this ain't no this ain't no sleeper. Like this guy knows you know he knows the word. He you know he's solid about the word. Um, and so the whole bar podcast network has what I consider a flavor, man. Like you know uh, when it comes to reform theology when it comes to biblical theology you know everybody think about the white tower uh, what do you call it i our um ivory tower and all of that man and so uh always wanted to bring you know not necessarily street but kind of a perspective of you know kind of an urban uh swing to these same theological issues and so uh it, it it just made sense man to to bring in that deity though i mean the name is catchy the logo was dope you know i already liked you as a person you know so everything just made sense for me nice nice i really appreciate that man cosigns go a long way <laughs> yeah. you know and, and yes sir and so I, I appreciate it for that and uh not for like clout chasing or anything like that but when somebody looks at you and, and and then they recommend you to somebody else um i think one of the biggest gestures of of doing something like that would be to have you jump on and be a part of what they have going on um yeah. i remember the first time I, I i preached at uh who used to be my pastor he invited me to preach at his church and to me, that's like the biggest, yep. uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I don't want to say cosign from that sense. Or but acceptance. Yeah, it shows like somebody accepts your perspective on scripture and, and kind of trusts you to bring the word before the people that they're accountable for. Um, yep. That's that's just big, man. And so I just wanted to use this segment and, and, and kind of bring you in and kind of have you add to the conversation about some of these episodes that you know we had the opportunity to put out um over the first year of the podcast and so i guess i just kind of want to start off um and kind of you guys can just respond briefly but 
what what was your favorite i guess episode um that that i put out um this first year um and maybe what was it that stood out about that episode for you i don't know who wants to go first <laughs> uh i could go first um well i'll go back to as far as favorite episode because um i got a favorite guest um but when you the second episode because it, it got um drawn out to kind of a series and you were responding to it and i remember seeing that initial interview and um praying about it and just being like it um are we going the right route with it um you know and um just wondering how the conversation was gonna go and um and it was just great how you just put yourself out there and then um you were able to break it down afterwards and make those other episodes and answer a lot of those things which um you know i watched those episodes and i was thinking about my response but then you brought such a um detailed response to things and you were addressing certain things and going to scripture and and it was just um it was just great for me that 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 second episode and and of course the most recent because just um how comfortable you were and um the back and forth with k-dub and 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 just seeing him um and his personality and and you know i i really like the interview part um but yeah um those two for me nice nice how about you Dwayne? um so my favorite episode has to be with virgil uh <laughs> <laughs> i wonder why <laughs> not no nobody's there but no so you know really what made that my favorite episode um was i mean the, the the subject matter of course um you know about the whole woke ideology and things like that but also uh immediately after virgil called me it was like man ec is that that brother's tight well he i mean he had a lot of accolades and i don't know if i ever told you but you know just your questions um you know about like his favorite scripture for approaching this and and you know just the way that you framed those questions made that uh my favorite episode um i guess another one uh i don't know if we're doing two or, or i kind of missed that a little bit but the, another one that i really enjoyed was you and k-dub um again like like my man said uh it was it was so much it was so smooth and the flow was so genuine um as well as uh i love how you you know kind of took it up to the next level and actually brought clips in and began to break down okay this is what he said here this is what he said here and that that's you know that's high level uh uh, production you know that's that's the side of the game i know i'm not deep theologically whatever but that's high level production man and so i i really enjoyed uh that one as well yeah i enjoyed that also i've been thinking about i mean i wrote these questions i'm like man i need to have an answer too <laughs> like <laughs> you ain't thinking about <laughs> i really don't know what my favorite episode is well i always like, tell people it's like picking a favorite child man you can't pick a favorite child well, i have a favorite child but not a favorite episode no i'm just joking <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know if it's the first or the last like the first one um might be my favorite from the standpoint of okay i had this idea mm -hmm. and it's okay i need to start like this was the beginning <laughs> point and and so like man i sound i don't think i sounded great the i know i had the my, the mic was muffled and you know the lighting <laughs> was off but it was just the whole idea about getting started um and then it was dope to be able to lay a foundation 
you know, for where the podcast is going to go. Um, I really enjoyed the part of making the, the contrast between like everybody knows that Jesus existed, you know, for the most part. Um, I even used Bart Ehrman, who is, excuse me, an atheist or agnostic mm-hmm. at the least. And he's one of the leading textual critics, if not the leading critic against the Bible. Um, he even thinks it's crazy when somebody denies the existence of Jesus. So I use that. And then kind of go into these different perspectives of Jesus um, if we're talking about this cult or if we're talking about this religion. This is who they say Jesus is, but who is he? Um, and then kind of going to the whole, that's how I got the the tagline, wisdom and knowledge revealed. Because the scripture in Colossians chapter 2, I believe it is, where all the mysteries and wisdom and knowledge of God is hidden in Christ. Which means in order to have wisdom and knowledge, you have to know who Christ is and those things are revealed And then when you take the scripture that says it's the fool who says there is no God, well, who's foolish? A person who lacks wisdom and knowledge. Well, where do you get wisdom and knowledge from believing and knowing God exists? Well, how do you know that? It's revealed in Christ. (laughs) And and so how that elevates his his divinity um, and his his position in scripture um, beyond what most people would would attribute to him. Um, but I will also have to say the last episode just because I felt the most comfortable, <laughs> you know, we can tell. I, I, I didn't rely <laughs> on my notes like nearly as much as I usually do because I like to be prepared. I hate to 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 misspeak. You know, that happens like when I see someone and they say something and it sounds wild. I'm like, man, I've had a lot of opportunities to be in front of people and you you misspeak at times. And I didn't want that to be in the podcast you know what i mean and so i'm very structured but i felt very comfortable uh during that episode maybe it's just because of doing it for so much time or it was just i'm loving debates and i want i've been wanting to chop that up for a while and the opportunity finally presented itself so so yeah i would have to i would have to say two also um so as far as uh what about interviews i know you kind of had had that in your last answer um but on last year I had on a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we did 18 episodes. That's not a lot for some people. But when you work full time, when you have a wife and you have three kids and, and stuff like that, even two episodes seem like too much a month. Uh, you know, it, it's a lot to, you know, to, to stay on top of. But episode five had on Tony from How's It King. Episode six was Virgil from Just Thinking. Episode nine, Dr. Vince Bantu. Um, episode 11 had on Vocab Malone. It had some dope people on um episode 13 you had andrew garcia who was the ex-hebrew israelite um and then the first interview that i had where i had uh people on two episodes was desi and zach from the provoke podcast they were on episode 16 and 17 um and then 18 was was uh, k dub so when you guys think about that list um as far as the interview portion like what would you say was your favorite uh like interview to listen to last year i would have to say andrew garcia just because um it was surprising to hear a lot of what he went through in his life in general um even from the beginning when he was talking about the pentecostal and having the um noche de caballeros like i was just <laughs> like i was like does every pentecostal church like do the same thing but um and just seeing um how deep he was in it and just nothing's beyond God's reach and, and him pulling him out, out of that and, and 
and just hearing um, the way he's talking and what he went through. And and he even said that it was a long journey. And, and you know, I, I, I could relate, um, but I, I really enjoyed that. And, and it was it was kind of uh, kind of long that mm-hmm. one. Right. It was like almost that was like uh, just thinking length. Yeah. <laughs> An hour and 47 minutes, I think. <laughs> that might have been the first one you videoed too, right? Uh, I videoed the one with vocab. Vocab. Oh, okay. Yep. So just before that one. But yeah, that's dope, man. What about you, Dwayne? Um, well, you just mentioned it, man. Uh, vocab. Um, and mainly because uh, the content. I mean, he took my, I was going to say Andrew, but second would be uh, vocab um, because I had a personal I guess experience with you know Hebrew Israelites uh, job when I first moved to South Carolina, um, someone that was heavily influenced in my life uh, went that route, and I had no answer at the time, mm-hmm. you know. So when I discovered vocab personally, you know, I was thankful, and then for you to bring them on your show and expose them to your listeners, uh, I thought that was a really good uh, interview, man, because he he's been at it for a while, and and uh, and like you talked about doing during his time on your show man it just you know continue to 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 get that word out to to bring out how false that doctrine really is yeah that was dope man (laughs) he helped me step my game up too and i still need to step it up more as far as the video production (laughs) because man if you watch that episode the webcam that i was using for that zoom was horrible i I was better off using the webcam that came with the laptop (laughs) like it was it was bad um I would have to say my favorite interview was the first one, man, uh, with, with Tony from Hazakim. Um, he gave me my first interview, man, you know, uh, just starting something new at podcasting. You know, sometimes you reach out to certain people that you think might be unreachable and you don't res- expect a response. Um, he hit me right back. Um, and then I even told him, like, man, I'm new to podcasting. I want to start doing interviews. <laughs> this is like a mock interview, but it's going to be real. Like, you know, I'm, I'm just getting started. So I didn't want his expectation to be real high. <laughs> and so, man, it, w- it was dope, man. He he made it happen. You know, he made time. It wasn't easy. I also learned that um, when you reach out to interview people, everybody have their own life. And, you know, some people were very busy, you know, so you might have to chase them a little bit. And so I had to chase him around and uh, um, and finally was able to get him on there. So I learned a lot um, in that process of of that first interview. And it was also maybe my favorite topic of the whole season, um, the whole mm. first year, because we talked about the types and the shadows of, of Christ in the Old Testament scripture nice. and showed how Jesus is the substance of of everything the prophets the priests the kings the traditions all of these different things jesus was the point of the focus of all of those things and so i thought it was dope to contrast his view as a messianic jew versus the hebrew israelite perspective (laughs) where there's glory and personal value um and superiority through that lens Versus someone who's a Messianic Jew who views those things at a very, very and very, very high regard. But being Messianic, believing that Jesus is the Messiah and that Jesus is God, he's understanding those things rightly. Um, And at the same time, it's very much a part of his culture. You know, like he celebrates all of these festivals and feasts and stuff like that. Um, So, man, that was just dope to kind of hear his perspective on that and just let him go. And I, I love that interview too because he's the kind of person that you can ask a question and you can just 
you can just go you can just turn your mic off <laughs> and he'll finish the episode for you um so one more question um for this segment uh if you were to recommend an episode for someone who never heard of the podcast before maybe they don't even listen to podcasts um which episode would you guys recommend for somebody to listen to for a first-time listener well you broke down that first episode and um i would probably recommend that just because of what all you were explaining on there and i think that um kind of segue to the other episodes where um in the I, i was telling you before um it seemed like the episodes went a certain route and it kind of um, seeing them all together, like because I, I wanted to like recap the episodes last night and just seeing it, where it went and the direction it went. And then, you know, it, it, it was kind of um, it was cool to see all that. But yeah, that first episode, because of what you were explaining in that episode. Yeah, it makes sense. It gives a context. Yeah. To yep. lead to the other episodes. Right. Yeah. How about you, Dwayne? Yeah, for me, it would definitely be uh, the first episode as well. Um, I actually re-listened to it last night, and uh, and 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 it it pretty much is the the map for <laughs> what's coming, which I really really love. It really laid out your purpose, your vision, what you wanted to do with it, what direction you wanted to do. Um, you know, in the old charismatic days, I say you was naming it and claiming it because uh, it pretty much came through. <laughs> I guess that does work, man. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, I think my favorite episode well not my favorite but the episode that i would recommend first for somebody i think it's episode 12 the gospel um mm. stephen furtick in the gospel um and the reason why is because i never want to assume that people understand the gospel um you'll be surprised you can talk to someone and you can share the gospel and they're like i never heard that before but for someone who's in church and they're around believers like and you're living in America, you're like, everyone knows what the gospel is. Um, so I thought that would be dope. And also kind of contrasting uh, what it looks like to present a gospel of doubt, which is what Stephen Furtick did in the video that I kind of um, reacted to. Um, and then I used that to go through uh, Genesis, where the first gospel proclamation is found in chapter three, known as the fall of man. And I'm like, we should know this as the hope of man. <laughs> like this is where God promised to send one who would crush the head of the serpent. Like this is the first gospel. Um, but I use that and I, I go throughout the Old Testament and New Testament to explain the gospel, um, give definitions and, and why is it good news um, and stuff like that. And this is why we can know for certainty, <laughs> not a doubtful presentation. Um, I think that will be a very good episode for somebody who's a first time listener. Um, Because it really gives context for everything, you know, outside of the gospel, like everything that we're doing, the whole meaning to be doing the podcast is is pointless. And so I thought that would be really dope. And then on the apologetic side of it, you know, this whole thing is, like I said earlier, for you to not just have knowledge that you're keeping in your head, um, even knowledge that makes it to your heart, but never comes out and express expresses that heart change because when we're impacted and changed by the gospel we love other people you know and there's no greater way to love other people than to share the gospel with them Um, but you need to be equipped with the proper gospel (laughs) you know and and so yeah that that's that's the episode that i would recommend man um i appreciate you for jumping on for this segment Dwayne. anything you want to say on the way out 
Listen, brother, thank you again for having me on um, this first year uh, with you on the network has been amazing. Uh, can't wait to see um, what levels we go to uh, and this, I guess, upcoming year and definitely excited, you know, to have you apart. Uh, even if you wasn't apart, man, excited to have you as a brother. And uh, thank you again for having me. For sure, bro. Appreciate you, man. That was Dwayne Atkinson of the Bar Network. Uh, make sure you check him out on the, on the Bar Podcast. And uh, there's there's tons of good podcasts on our network, like Just Thinking, SolarCast. Um, there, there's, there's just tons of them. Um, so now what I want to do um, is kind of share some of these new designs that we have. Uh, we have some T-shirts that are coming out. Actually, they're available now. Um, like I said, I always went to Chewy for everything. I got six albums. Uh, you did all of the graphics for all of them and it just made sense like you know um, how can we support this podcast we don't ask people for money um, I am thinking about starting a Patreon you know there's different things that we need and there's stuff that we want to do um, like go to different events and, and kind of do it on the ground uh, you know to kind of cover these different um, maybe it's a debate or something like that well we want to be able to get there and have a place to stay while we're out there and you know stuff like that and to not have to always use our own money um so if this podcast has been encouraging to you buy a t-shirt um, <laughs> um and so we got some new designs and there's meaning behind every single t-shirt design that we have um the the purpose of these shirts is not just to have stuff to sell um, and for you who are purchasing these shirts, it's not just for you to walk around with a dope t-shirt. Um, these t-shirts are for the purpose of apologetics, for the purpose of creating opportunities for gospel conversation. Um, you know what I mean? And then even you having the shirts is providing even uh, a outline for how to explain these things. And to kind of give you an example... Uh, like the logo, how, how'd you come up with the, the logo for the podcast? Cause you've done tons of stuff, you know, different designs, but I think the logo for the podcast really explains the purpose. It really reflects the whole purpose behind that deity though. Um, so when you created that, the logo for the podcast, like, how did you, like, what were you thinking as you were going through that process? I know it, it's cause you came to me before we had that meeting at the restaurant you had came to me before and we were like hitting it little by little because i remember um we were trying to show um his divinity and him being human and i was using like a body but i, I think we like stopped and and re kept revisiting it right until that final conversation and i wasn't sure um Cause I know we have, you still got the sketch of the other I, designs. Yeah. Yeah. I still have all of that. Um, I forget who had the throne and manger, um, idea. I don't know if that was you or me or I think that was you, but I, yeah, I remember I said, I we was were telling trying you, to merge it. Yeah. I was telling you that I really liked the idea that Wrath and Grace had mm. because they're showing, they're, they're showing the balance of understanding God is just and so he must punish sin right like the gospel is a story of god's grace you know and those who don't turn to christ to live like there's wrath yeah rightfully so and so they have the lion and the lamb like with like the silhouette i, re know? I remember that 
and it was such a contrast because um on different levels um because it was like you had this massive line and then you have this very like this this lamb that's that's really small mm -hmm. you know because I, I've, I've drew a lamb before i remember for for something and it just looked kind of like massive like i was just like yo i made this lamb kind of stocky like <laughs> but with them it was like a perfect contrast and then plus having um the full color of the lion and then cutting out the so the, there was there was um there was thoughtfulness with just the design so i wanted ours to be that timeless but simple at the same time so it was it was it was tough but um at first i was trying to cut out kind of um getting the same type of um design where you're cutting out the manger but i i wanted it that it's clear that and i think everyone got it for the for the most part because when i think of a manger i always thought of that angle of it where you're looking at it that people know that this is like and then having the blankets because it said that he was uh, swaddled. Mm -hmm. So having that blanket covering. And because um, I remember I did a drawing a while back and the foot was hanging out. <laughs> and I was just like, he was, he was relaxing. Like, too <laughs> detail. Too yeah. much detail. Yeah. And that that, that was a, a problem with design. You don't want to have too much detail. Mm -hmm. So I knew the throne was strong because it, it just looks massive. Because I have this idea of like comic book. I'm always like influenced by comic book. So I knew I wanted it like this, this throne that's coming out. And then when we were able to just fit it right in the seat, like it was kind of like, perfect. yeah, as far as that, that part of it, you were convinced as well. And then it's like, um, taking the lettering that that was a little tough. But then when I stacked it, um, you were just like, that's I remember it. you, yeah, you, you, you were sold like you were. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, I like the style. It was a perfect expression. So it's like, you know, that's the, we're not wearing that shirt right now. But the, that deity, though, shirt, um, that logo really expresses the hypostatic union. You know, that, not that Jesus is, now some people would say he's 100% God, 100% man. Um, you know, people push back. Well, that's 200%. <laughs> I, I like how R.C. Sproul says it, that he was truly, truly God. God and truly man. Yeah. Um, but either way, I mean, Jesus was human. You know, he became a real man. Yeah. As much as we are. Um, but he pre-exists, you know, uh, anything created. He's the creator. Yeah. You know, and, and so at the same time, he's truly God, 100% God. Um, and so we wanted to express that in, in the logo somehow. And, and that's what you brought to the table which i thought was dope but that's a conversation piece you know most people ask me what what is it like people don't just get it from my experience oh they're like oh that's what that is oh oh i can see it now you know <laughs> <laughs> i even think when you show me i don't know if i i caught it right away yeah i think when i was reading i'm like oh i, I can see it but i think that's good because it it is a conversation someone wants starter. to ask the question yeah so every design that we're making um some of them are my ideas. Some of them are his. He's bringing it all together because you don't want me doing your graphics. <laughs> um, hey, so you, you got an eye for it, man. <laughs> I can tell you when something looks dope or when something's garbage. Like I can tell you that. <laughs> um, but like some of the so some of the shirts that we have, um, actually we were supposed to have them 
to today they were supposed to come yesterday which was already behind and then yesterday came and went so they're probably going to show up as soon as we stop recording <laughs> but we have three t-shirts that are definitions actually we do have one on today which is apologetics um i really love this 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 shirt you know what i mean because i love apologetics i like the green because when you think about apologetics you're thinking about defending your faith you know what i mean and so these Soldier. are are simple definitions you know an honor to christ the lord defending the faith with gentleness and with respect you know that's what apologetics is and that's first peter 3 15 and 16. um i wanted to actually at first put the whole verse on there and i, I wanted to do that with all the definitions to show that they're biblical um but it's not necessarily necessary yeah um it's necessary that it's biblical um, but i think it's very important also that these are definitions that people will actually remember you know what i mean and and this is the 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 foundation for for all of these things and so we have one for apologetics as you can see here we did one for the gospel and then we also have one for the trinity um and the one for the trinity i think is really dope because it has the foundations for a proper understanding of the trinity so you have monotheism in the definition you have three persons in the definition and then you have the equality and eternality of the person so they're co-equal and eternal uh status among one another that make up the one the one god and so it it, it can be a mouthful like cer certain concepts that are found in scripture you can really ex over explain it and so it was very tough to kind of simplify some of these things. It's like, well, how do I explain this to a four-year-old? <laughs> Not that my listeners are four-year-old, four years old, but we want it to be understandable. And these are the key things um, that all of these things mean. Um, another one of the shirts that we have is the Jesus fish. You know, I was like, I want the Jesus fish with the tetragrammaton. And if you don't know what the tetragrammaton is, it's the Y-H-W-H. Um, excuse me, which are the the Hebrew sounds that make up the, the letters that make up the whole name Yahweh because there's like no vowels or something like that, yeah, right? It's consonants. Right. And so it's kind of like the, the manger in the throne, you know, where it's showing the hypostatic union. Um, but it's the it's the tetragrammaton inside that Jesus fish that everybody knows about. <laughs> and uh and yeah, so my favorite one probably is the ask me about jesus shirt <laughs> and you reason, want people to ask you <laughs> yeah because you want people to ask you want opportunities to share christ with others and I, I understand there's certain people who are introverts some people who don't know how to start conversations and they they really want to and so i created this shirt um well we created this shirt to create that opportunity so the shirt is simple. It just says, ask me about Jesus. <laughs> now, the thing about this shirt is you can't get this shirt if your theology is whack. <laughs> you ain't allowed. You ain't allowed. <laughs> You're not allowed. Like you need to know who Jesus is if you want to wear this shirt because somebody's going to ask you and you need to have a proper response. Um, and so what I want to do is kind of help you have a response. And in doing that, we're going to give away a free T-shirt, right? So we're going to give you guys an opportunity to win this free T-shirt. 
So this is how you win the free t-shirt, okay? If someone were to ask you, who is Jesus? What would you say? So what I want you to do is email us at thatdeitythough at gmail.com. I want you to email us your response. You can do it. You can record yourself on your phone and then send the audio or you can just type your response. Um, if someone would say, who is Jesus? What would you say? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to listen to or I'm going to read all of these responses. Um, the very next episode is going to be five, somewhere between five to ten facts about Jesus. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the responses and I'm going to see whose response included the most facts that are going to be on the next episode. So you're going to have to listen to see who wins during the next episode. Does that make sense? Did I yeah, explain yeah. that good? Yeah. And so, so yeah, man, I, I think that's going to be a dope way. Um, I think we should wrap it up soon. We've been on for a while. Um, is there anything that you wanted to say in closing? No, it's been a, been a good year and, um, I look forward to improving and, um, being more accountable, more involved and, and yeah, I'm blessed by it. For sure, man. Um, if this episode has been helpful for you, um, if you've been encouraged by it, let us know by leaving a comment in the comment section. Um, you can also let us know by giving a like and a share. Hit that subscribe button. Follow us on social media. Again, we would love for you guys to leave us a review. Leave an honest review. Leave that honest five-star review. <laughs> uh, we would definitely appreciate it, man. It goes a very, very long way. Um, but for now, um, we did it, man. One year. Uh, this concludes episode 19, the anniversary episode. Um, it's been pretty dope, man. I appreciate you being along for the ride, man. Um, but thanks for listening to That Deity, though. Wisdom and knowledge revealed.